श्रीमद् भागवत गीता चैप्टर टू कंटेंट्स ऑफ द गीता समराइज संजय उवाच टेक्स्ट वन तम तथा कृपयाविष्ट सुपूर्णाकुलेक्षण विशिदाक्यमुवाच मधुसूदन संजय सेट Seeing Arjuna full of compassion his mind depressed his eyes full of tears Madhusudana Krishna spoke the following words Material compassion lamentation and tears are all signs of ignorance of the real self Compassion for the eternal soul is self realization the word Madhusudana is significant in this verse Lord Krishna killed the demon Madhu and now Arjuna wanted Krishna to kill the demon of misunderstanding that had overtaken him in the discharge of his duty No one knows where compassion should be applied compassion for the dress of a drowning man is senseless a man fallen in the ocean of knee signs cannot be saved simply by rescuing his outward dress the gross material body one who does not know this and laments for the outward dress is called a sudra or one who laments unnecessarily arjuna was a chatriya and this conduct was not expected from him lord krishna however can dissipate the lamentation of the ignorant man and for this purpose the bhagavad gita was sung by him this chapter instructs us in self realization by an analytical study of the material body and the spirit soul as explained by the supreme authority lord sri krishna this realization is possible when one works without attachment to furtive results and is situated in the fixed conception of the real self sri bhagwanu vach text 2 लीड not to higher planets but to infamy krishna and the supreme personality of godhead are identical therefore lord krishna is referred to as bhagwan throughout the gita bhagwan is the ultimate in the absolute truth the absolute truth is realized in three phases of understanding namely brahman or the impersonal or pervasive spirit parmatma or the localized spirit of the supreme within the heart of all living entities and bhagwan or the supreme personality of godhead lord krishna in shrimad bhagavat gita this conception of the absolute truth is explained thus the absolute truth is realized in three phases of understanding by the knower of the absolute truth and all of them are identical such phases of the absolute truth are expressed as brahman parmatma and bhagwan 
these three divine aspects can be explained by the example of the sun which also has three different aspects namely the sun sign the sun surface and the sun planet itself one who studies this, uh, studies the sun sign only is the preliminary student one who understands the sun surface is further advanced and one who can enter the into the sun planet is the highest ordinary students who are satisfied by simply understanding the sun sign its universal pervasiveness and the glaring effulgence of its impersonal nature may be compared to those who can realize only the brahman feature of the absolute truth the student who has advanced still further can know the sun disk which is compared to knowledge to the parmatma feature of the absolute truth and the student who can enter into the heart of the sun planet is compared to those who realize the personal feature of the supreme absolute truth therefore the bhaks or the trans- transcendentalists who have realized the bhagwan feature of the absolute truth are the top most transcendentalists although all students who are engaged in the study of the absolute truth are engaged in the same subject matter the sun sign the sun disk and the inner affairs of the sun planet cannot be separated from one another and yet the students of the three different phases are not in the same category the sanskrit word bhagwan is explained by the great authority parashar muni the father of vyas dev the supreme personality who possesses all riches all strength all fame all beauty all knowledge and all renunciation is called bhagwan there are many persons who are very rich very powerful very beautiful very famous very learned and very much detached but no one can claim that he possesses all riches all strength etc entirely only krishna can claim this because he is the supreme personality of godhead no living entity including brahma lord shiva or narayana can possess opulence as fully as krishna therefore it is concluded in the brahma sahita by lord brahma himself that lord krishna is the supreme personality of godhead no one is equal to or above him he is the primeval lord or bhagwan known as govinda and he is the supreme cause of all causes there are many personalities possessing the qualities of bhagwan but krishna is the supreme because none can excel him he is the supreme person and his body is eternal full of knowledge and bliss he is the primeval lord govinda and the cause of all causes in the bhagavatam also there is a list of many incarnation of the supreme personality of godhead but krishna is described as the original personality of godhead from whom many many incarnation and personalities of godhead expand all the lists of the incarnation of godhead submitted here with are either 
plenary expansions or parts of the plenary expansions of the supreme godhead but krishna is the supreme personality of godhead himself therefore krishna is the original supreme personality of godhead the absolute truth the source of both the super soul and the impersonal brahman in the absence of the supreme personality of godhead arjuna's lamentation for his kinsman is certainly unbecoming and therefore krishna expressed his surprise with the word kutak where from such impurities were never expected from a person belonging to the civilized class of men known as aryans the word aryan is applicable to persons who know the value of life and have a civilization based on spiritual realization persons who are led by the material conception of life do not know that the aim of life is realization of the absolute truth vishnu or bhagwan and they are captivated by the external features of the material world and therefore they do not know what liberation is persons who have knowledge the liberation from material bondage are called nan aryans although arjuna was a kshatriya he was deviating from his prescribed duties by declining to fight this act of cowardice is described as befitting the nan aryans such deviation from duty does not help one in the progress of spiritual life nor does it even give one the opportunity to become famous in this world lord krishna did not approve of the so called compassion of arjuna for his kinsman text 3 kelabhyam asam gamah parthane tatyu papadyate shudram hriday dorbalyam tak रिलेशनशिप with krishna if the son of the kshatriya declines to fight he is a kshatriya in name only and if the son of brahmana acts impiously he is a brahman in name only such kshatriya and brahmanas are unworthy sons of their fathers therefore krishna did not want arjuna to become an unworthy son of kshatriya arjuna was the most intimate friend of krishna and krishna was directly guiding guiding him on the chariot but in spite of all these credits if arjuna abandoned the battle he would be committing an infamous act therefore krishna said that such an attitude in arjuna did not fit his personality arjuna might argue that he would give up the battle on the grounds of his magnanimous attitude for the most respectable bhishma and his relatives 
but krishna considered that sort of magnanimity were weakness of heart such false magnanimity was not approved by any authority therefore such magnanimity or so called non violence should be given up by persons like arjuna under the direct guidance of krishna arjuna vach text 4 कथम विस्मम संख्ये द्रोणम च मधुसूदन ईशुभि प्रतियोत्मी पूजाहूदन अर्जुन सेट ओ किलर ऑफ एनिमीज ओ किलर ऑफ मधु हाउ कैन आई काउंटर अटैक विथ एरोज इन बैटल मैन लाइक भीष्म एंड ड्रोन was worthy of my worship respectable superiors like bhishma the grandfather and dronacharya the teacher are always worshipable even if they attack they should not be counter attacked it is general etiquette that superiors are not to be offered even a verbal fight even if they are sometimes harsh in behavior they should not be harshly treated then how is it possible for arjuna to counter attack them would krishna ever attack his own grandfather ugrasen or his teacher sandipani muni these were some of the arguments offered by arjuna of krishna text 5 gurun hatva hi mahanubhavan shreyo bho गेन they are superiors if they are killed everything we enjoy will be tainted with blood according to scriptural codes a teacher who engages in an abominable action and has lost his sense of discrimination is fit to be abandoned bhishma and drona were obliged to take the side of duryodhana because of his financial assistance although they should not have accepted such a position simply on financial considerations under the circumstances they have lost the respectability of teachers but arjuna thinks that nevertheless they remain his superiors and therefore to enjoy material profits after killing them would mean to enjoy spoils tainted with blood text 6 na chet dvidyam katranu gariyo yadva jayem yadivano jayu yane bhatva na jijivisham ste avasthita pramukhe dhart rashtra nor do we know which is better conquering them or being conquered by them 
if we killed the sons of dhritarashtra we should not care to leave yet they are now standing before us on the battlefield arjuna did not know whether he should fight and risk unnecessary violence although fighting is the duty of the kshatriyas or whether he should refrain and lie by begging if he did not conquer the enemy begging would be his only means of subsistence subsistence his only means of subsistence nor was there certainly of victory because either side might emerge victorious even if victory awaited them still if the sons of dhritarashtra died in battle it would be very difficult to live in their absence under the circumstances that would be another kind that not only was he a great devotees of the lord but he was also highly enlightened and had complete control over his mind and senses his desire to live by begging although he was born in the royal household is another sign a sign of detachment he was truly virtuous as these qualities combined with his faith in the words of instruction of sri krishna indicate it is concluded that arjuna was quite fit for liberation unless the senses are controlled there is no chance of elevation to the platform of knowledge and without knowledge and devotion there is no chance of liberation arjuna was competent in all these attributes over and above his enormous attributes in his material relationships text 7 ोषोपहत्वभावृक्षाचेताक्षेयस्नाधिपर्पनम Now I am confused about my duty and have lost all composure because of miserly weakness in this condition I am asking you to tell me for certain that is best for me now I am your disciple and a soul surrendered unto you please instruct me by nature's own way the complete system of material activities is a source of perfect perplexity for everyone in every step there is perplexity and therefore it behooves one to approach a bona fide spiritual master who can give one proper guidance for executing the purpose of life all vedic literatures advise us to approach a bona fide spiritual master to get free from the perplexities of life which happen without our desire they are like a forest fire that somehow blazes without being set by anyone similarly the world situation is such that perplexities of life automatically appear without our wanting such confusion no one wants fire and yet 
it takes place and we become perplexed the vedic wisdom therefore advises this that in order to solve the perplexities of life and to understand the science of the solution one must approach a spiritual master who is in the disciplic succession a person with a bona fide spiritual master is supposed to know everything one should not therefore remain in material perplexities but should approach a spiritual master this is the purport of this verse who is the man in material perplexities it is he who does not understand the problems of life in the brhat aranyak upanishad the perplexed man is described as follows yo va etad aksharam gargi avidyat लोकत प्रयति स कृपना ही इज मिजरली मैन हु डज नॉट सॉल्व द प्रॉब्लम्स ऑफ लाइफ एज अूमेन एंड हु दिट्स दिस वर्ल्ड लाइक द कैट्स एंड डॉग्स विदाउट अंडरस्टैंडिंग द साइंस ऑफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन दिस ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ इज अ मोस्ट वैल्युएबल एसेट for the living entity who can utilize it for solving the problems of life therefore one who does not utilize this opportunity properly is a miser on the other hand there is the brahmana or the who is intelligent enough to utilize this body to solve all the problems of life yahe tad aksamgargi vidit मटीरियल कॉन्सेप्शन ऑफ लाइफ वन इज ऑफन अटैच्ड टू फैमिली लाइफ namely to wife children and other members on the basis of skin disease the kripan thinks that he is able to protect his family members from death or the kripan thinks that his family or society can save him from the verge of death such family attachment can be found even in the lower animals who take care of children also being an intelligent arjuna could understand that his affection for family members and his wish to protect them from death were the causes of his perplexities although he could understand that his duty to fight was awaiting him still on account of miserly miserly weakness he could not discharge the duties he is therefore asking lord krishna the supreme spiritual master to make a definite solution he offers himself to krishna as a disciple he wants to stop friendly talks talks between the master and the disciple are serious and now arjuna wants to talk very seriously before the recognized spiritual master krishna is therefore the original spiritual master of the science of bhagavad gita 
and arjuna is the first disciple or for understanding the gita how arjuna understands the bhagavad gita is stated in the gita itself and yet fullness mundane scholars explain that one need not submit to krishna as a person but to unborn within krishna there is no difference between krishna's within and without and one who has no sense of this understanding is the greatest fool in trying to understand bhagavad gita text 8 ृदमें I will not be able to dispel it even if I win prosperous unrivaled kingdom on earth with sovereignty like the demigods in heaven although arjuna was putting forward so many arguments based on knowledge of the principles of religion and moral codes it appears that he was unable to solve his real problems without the help of the spiritual master lord sri krishna he could understand that his so called knowledge was useless in driving away his problems which were drying up his whole existence and it was impossible for him to solve such perplexities without the help of a spiritual master like lord krishna academic knowledge scholarship high position etc are all useless in solving the problems of life help can be given only by a spiritual master like krishna therefore the conclusion is that a spiritual master who is 100% krishna conscious is the bona fide spiritual master for the for he can solve the problems of life lord chaitanya said that one who is a master in the science of krishna consciousness regardless of his social position is the real spiritual master it does not matter whether a person is a vipra means learned scholar in vedic wisdom or is unborn in a lower family or is in the renounced order of life if he is a master in the science of krishna he is the perfect and bona fide spiritual master so without being a master in the science of krishna consciousness no one is a bona fide spiritual master it also said in the vedic literature a scholarly brahmana expert in all subjects of vedic knowledge is unfit to become a spiritual master without being a vaishnav or expert in the science of krishna consciousness but a person born in a family of a 
a lower caste can become spiritual master if he is vaishnav or krishna conscious the problems of material existence birth old age disease and death cannot be counteracted by accumulation of wealth and economic development in many parts of the world there are states which are replete with all facilities of life which are full of wealth and economically developed yet the problems of material existence are still present they are seeking peace in different ways but they can achieve real happiness only if they consult krishna or the bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam which constitute the science of krishna through the bona fide representative of krishna the man in krishna and consciousness if economic development and material comforts could drive away one's lamentation for family social national and international inabilities then arjuna would not have said that even an unrivaled kingdom on earth or supremacy like that of the demigods in the heavenly planets would be unable to drive away his lamentations he shout therefore refuse in krishna consciousness and that is the right path or peace and harmony economic development or supremacy over the world can be finished at any moment by the cataclysms of material nature even elevation into a higher planetary situation as men are now seeking on the moon planet can also be finished at one stroke the bhagavad gita confirms this krishna when the results pious activities are finished one falls down again from the peak of happiness to the lowest status of life many politicians of the world have fallen down in that way such downfalls only constitute more causes for lamentation therefore if we want to curb lamentation for good then we have to take shelter of krishna as arjuna is seeking to do so arjuna asked krishna to solve his problems definitely and that is the way of krishna consciousness sanjay vach evam uktva harsikesham gudakeshah pranatapah nayotsya iti govinda Sanjay said, Having spoken thus, Arjuna chastiser of enemies, Lord Krishna, Govinda, I shall not fight, and fell silent. Dhritarashtra must have been very glad to understand that for the begging profession, but Sanjay disappointed him again in relating that arjuna was competent to kill his enemies although arjuna was for the time being overwhelmed with false grief due to family affection he surrendered unto krishna the supreme spiritual master as a disciple this indicated that 
he would soon be free from the false lamentation resulting from family affection and would be enlightened with perfect knowledge of self realization or krishna consciousness and would then surely fight thus dhritarashtra's joy would be frustrated since arjuna would be enlightened by krishna and would fight to the end text 10 tamuvach harsi kesha prahasannev bharat senyoru bhayor madhe visidantam idam vachah o descendant of bharat at that time krishna smiling in the midst of both the armies spoke the following words to the grief stricken arjuna the talk was going between intimate friends namely the harsikes and the gudakes as friends both of them were on the same level but one of them voluntarily became a student of the other krishna was smiling because a friend has chosen to become a disciple as lord of all he is always in the superior position as the master of everyone and yet the lord agrees to be friend of son or a lover for a devotee who wants him in such a role but when he was accepted as the master he at once assumed the role and talked with the disciple like the master with gravity as it is required it appears that the talk between the master and the disciple was openly exchanged in the presence of both armies so that all were benefited so the talks of the bhagavad gita are not for any particular person society or community but they are for all and friends or enemies are equally entitled to hear them श्रीभगवान्वाच्यानसोचस्वृगाचुपंडिताड while speaking learned words you are mourning for what is not worthy of grief those who are wise lament neither for the living nor for the dead the lord at once took the position of the teacher and chastised the student calling him indirectly a fool the lord said you are talking like a learned man but you do not know that one who is learned one who knows what is body and what is soul does not lament for any stage of the body neither in the living nor in the dead condition as explained in later chapters it will be clear that knowledge means to know matter and spirit and the controller of both Arjuna argued that religious principles should be given more importance than politics or sociology but he did not know that knowledge of matter soul 
and the supreme is even more important than religious formularies and because he was lacking in that knowledge he should not have posed himself as a very learned man as he did not happen to be a very learned man he was consequently lamenting for something which was unworthy of lamentation the body is unborn and is destined to be vanquished today or tomorrow therefore the body is not as important as the soul one who knows this is actually learned and for him there is no cause for lamentation regardless of the condition of the material body text 12 natvevaham jatunasam natvam neme janadhipah न चेव न परम नेवर वॉज देयर अ टाइम वेन आई डिड नॉट एग्जिस्ट नॉर यू नॉर ऑल दीज किंग्स नॉर इन द फ्यूचर सॉल एनी ऑफ अस सीज टू बी इन द वेदास इन द कथा उपनिषद एज वेल एज इन द स्वेत स्वस्त्र उपनिषद इट इज हेड that the supreme personality of the godhead is the maintainer of innumerable living entities in terms of their different situations according to individual work and reaction of works that supreme personality of godhead is also by his plenary portions live in the heart of every living entity only saintly persons who can see within and without the same supreme lord can actually attain to perfect the eternal peace the same vedic truth given to arjuna is given to all persons in the world who pose themselves as very learned but actually have but a poor fund of knowledge the lord says clearly that he himself Arjuna and all the kings who are assembled on the battlefield are eternally individual beings and that the lord is eternally and maintainer of the individual living entities both in their conditioned and in their liberated situations the supreme personality of godhead is the supreme individual person and arjuna the lord's eternal associate and all the kings assembled there are individual eternal persons it is not that they did not exist as individuals in the past and it is not that they will not remain eternal persons their individuality existed in the past and their individuality will continue in the future without interruption therefore there is no cause for lamentation for anyone the mayavadi theory that after liberation the individual soul separated by the covering of maya or illusion will merge into the impersonal brahman and lose its individual existence is not supported herein by lord krishna the supreme authority nor is the theory that we only think of individuality in the conditioned state supported herein krishna clearly says herein that that in the future 
also the individuality of the lord and others as it is confirmed in the upanishad will continue eternally this statement of krishna's is authoritative because krishna cannot be subject to illusion if individuality were not a fact then krishna would not have stressed it so much even for the future the mayavadi may argue that the individuality spoken of the by krishna is not spiritual but material even accepting the argument that the individuality is material then how can one distinguish krishna's individuality krishna affirms his individuality in the past and confirms his individuality in the future also he was confirmed his individuality in many ways the impersonal brahman has been declared to be subordinate to him krishna has maintained spiritual individuality all along if he is accepted as an ordinary conditioned soul in the individual consciousness then his bhagavad gita has no value as authoritative scripture a common man with all the four defects of human frailty is unable to teach that which is worth hearing the gita is ever such literature no mundane book compares with bhagavad gita when one accepts krishna as an ordinary man the gita loses all importance the mayavadi argues that the plurality mentioned in this verse is conventional and that it refers to the body but previous to this verse such a bodily conception is already condemned after condemning the bodily conception of living entities how was it possible for krishna to place a conventional proposition on the body again therefore individuality is maintained on spiritual grounds and is thus confirmed by great acharyas like sri ramanujam and others it is clearly mentioned in many places in the gita that this spiritual individuality is understood by those who are devotees of the lord those who are envious of krishna as the supreme personality of godhead have no bona fide access to the great literature the non devotees approach to the teachings of the gita is something like that of a bee licking on a bottle of honey one cannot have a taste of honey unless one opens the bottle similarly the mysticism of the bhagavad gita can be understood only by devotees and no one else can taste it as it is stated in the fourth chapter of the book nor can the gita be touched by persons who envy the very existence of the lord therefore the mayavadi explanation of the gita is a most misleading presentation of the whole truth lord chaitanya as forbidden us to read commentations made by the mayavadis and wants that one who takes to such an understanding of the mayavadi philosophy loses all power to understand the real mystery of the gita 
if individuality refers to the empirical universe then there is no need to teaching of teaching by the lord the plurality of the individual soul and of the lord is an eternal fact and it is confirmed by the vedas as above mentioned text 13 ज the soul similarly passes into another body at death a sober person is not bewildered by such a change since every living entity is an individual soul it is changing his body every moment in manifesting sometime as a child sometime as a youth and sometimes as an old man yet the same spirit soul is there and does not undergo any change this individual soul finally changes the body at death and transmigrates to another body and since it is sure to have another body in the next birth either material or spiritual there was no cause for lamentation by arjuna on account of death neither for bhishma nor for drona for whom he was so much concerned rather he should rejoice for their changing bodies from old to new ones thereby rejuvenating their energy such changes of body account for varieties of enjoyment or suffering according to one's work in life so bhishma and drona being noble souls were surely going to have spiritual bodies in the next life or at existence so in either case there was no cause of lamentation the mayavadi theory of oneness of the spirit soul cannot be entertained on the ground that the spirit soul cannot be cut into pieces as a fragmental portion such cuttings into different individual souls would make the supreme cleavable or changeable against the principle of the supreme souls being unchangeable as confirmed in the gita the fragmental portions of the supreme exist eternally and are called aksar and that is they have tendency to fall down into material nature these fragmental portions are eternally so and even after liberation the individual soul remains the same fragmental but once liberated he lives an eternal life in bliss and knowledge with the personality of god the theory of reflection can be applied to the super soul who is present in each and every individual body and is known as the parmatma 
he is different from the individual living entity when the sky is reflected in water the reflections represent both the sun and the moon and the stars also the stars can be compared to the living entities and the sun or the moon to the supreme lord the individual fragmental spirit soul is represented by arjuna and the supreme soul is the personality of godhead shri krishna they are not on the same level as it will be apparent in the beginning of the fourth chapter if arjuna is on the same level with krishna and krishna is not superior to arjuna then their relationship of instructor and instructed become meaningless but both of them are deluded by the illusory energy maya and then there is no need of one being the instructor and the other the instructed such instruction would be useless because in the clutches of maya no one can be an authoritative instructor under the circumstances it is admitted that lord krishna is the supreme lord superior in position to the living entity arjuna who is forgetful soul deluded by maya text 14 matra sparsas tu konte yashitoshna sukh dukh dah agama payno anityastant stitti उटर्ब in the proper discharge of duty one has to learn to tolerate non permanent appearances and disappearances of happiness and distress according to vedic injunction one has to take his path early in the morning even during the month of magh january february it is very cold at that time but in spite of that a man who abides by the religious principles does not hesitate to take his path similarly a woman does not hesitate to cook in the kitchen in the months of may and june the hottest part of the summer season one has to execute his duty in spite of climatic inconveniences similarly to fight is the religious principle of the chatriyas and although one has to fight with some friend or relative one should not deviate for his prescribed duty one has to follow the prescribed rules and regulations of religious principles in order to rise up to the platform of knowledge because by knowledge the devotion only can one liberate himself from the clutches of maya the two different names of address given to arjuna are also significant to address him as kontey signifies his great blood relations from his mother's side and to address him as bharata signifies his greatness from his father's side 
from both sides he is supposed to have a great heritage a great heritage brings responsibility in the matter of proper discharge of duties therefore he cannot avoid fighting text 15 yamhina vyathyante te purusham purusharshav sham dukh sukham dhiram so amrit tatvaye kalpate o best among men the person who is not disturbed by happiness and distress and is steady in both is certainly eligible for liberation anyone who is steady in this determination for the advanced stage of spiritual realization and can equally tolerate the onslaughts of distress and happiness is certainly a person eligible for liberation in the varnashram institution the fourth stage of life namely the renounced order is a painstaking situation but one who is serious about making his life perfect surely adopts the sanyas order of life in spite of all difficulties the difficulties usually arise from having to hmm, sever family relationships to give up the connections of wife and children but if anyone is able to tolerate such difficulties surely his path to spiritual realization is complete similarly in arjuna's discharge of duties as a kshatriya he is advised to persevere even if it is difficult to fight with his family members or similarly beloved persons lord chaitanya took sanyas at the age of 24 and his dependents young wife as well as all old mothers had no one else to look after them yet for a higher cause he took sanyas and was steady in the discharge of higher duties that is the way of achieving liberation from material bondage pranam